0: Also, like I said, these expectations that you're putting into all these interactions is wild. It's wild, bro.
1: Yeah. The
0: only place where that kind of shit works is fucking Love Island. So you know, I've never maybe go on Love Island. I've never given this piece of advice before, but I think you should probably go on Love Island.
1: (laughs) We'll watch it for sure, man. I would root for you. He's in
0: the age range. I think he could make it on Love Island.
1: Yeah. Hello, welcome back to shit they don't tell you. I am Nikki Limo, one of your hosts.
0: Also known as Nicole Limo Green from the poker world.
1: That's true. We didn't even talk about that. No, we didn't. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty funny.
0: Um And what's up, everybody? It's Crypto King here. So what's going on today?
1: What's going on today is we have collected a few more of your questions. You have submitted to us at podcast at nikki.limo. That's podcast at n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o. If you have a question you would like us to answer on the show about anything life-related, like literally any life related quandary you have we are not experts at all so if you choose to follow our advice that's on you bro this is for entertainment purposes only however we will try to the best of our abilities to give you the most solid advice that we can give you as your internet parents
0: and if one of our cats randomly jumps on the camera please forgive us
1: there are four cats in here yeah legit Usually, they don't all conglomerate in one room.
0: They're taking it over. But
1: they are here. And Tommy has that
0: wild look in his eye like he's going to jump on a camera. Oh, yeah.
1: He looks like he's going to jump on a camera. He's
0: looking at the viewfinder (laughs) like he's going to jump on it. Yeah. So, if that happens, we apologize.
1: We apologize in advance. Yes. It could happen. Yes. So, I am going to just jump right in here and get to our first question. I don't read these ahead of time, so I have no idea what people are going to ask about. Um, Sometimes, they like to give us compliments and-
0: Always encourage. We need
1: that because we have very low, low self-esteem very and low self-esteem. we need those compliments. So let's hope for that. Here we go. This one is titled, I'm trapped. Please help. Oh, no. Oh, I sure. hope that they weren't like literally trapped because this was sent in over a month ago.
0: <laughs> well, the human body can withstand quite a bit. Mm. So if they're hungry. A month? And hopefully they have water or they could drink their own urine.
1: Yeah, but you need to replenish that water supply. To continue.
0: can't you just drink your own urine forever? Oh, forever? like a cycle? Yeah, think about it. Mm. I don't think you've read about this, and I have. So that's yeah. true. I have not yet read about See. that. You can literally drink your own urine forever. Okay.
1: Yeah. So just this is fact. I. Sorry, I take back what I said before. We are experts at some there topics.
0: Drinking your own urine. <laughs> uh, that's just me. A circle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Hi, Nikki and Steve. First of all, in love with the podcast, and I've been binge listening every day after work. Nikki, I have never related to someone more. And Steve, dude, you make me laugh so freaking much. Aww, oh, thanks. we love well, you. Thank, thank you so you. much We're for quitting.
0: listening. We're quitting the show.
1: <laughs> thanks for all the advice and good vibes. Okay, down to business. Sorry if this is scattered, but I'm in between a rock and a hard place. I'm a 19 year old, about to be 20, and I'm living with my mom and her husband, not my oh. dad. They have been together for almost two years and got married after only being together about three months. Wow. Okay. Once they got married, they started arguing all the time and learning that he wasn't who he said he was, which Mm. she might've learned if she dated him longer, but she's an adult who can make her own decisions. Things got worse when the, uh, things got worse the longer they were together and now my mom wants to leave him. Problem is, she doesn't have a job or anywhere to go. She also just had my baby brother, so job options are pretty scarce. I'm currently working and paying off a car. I'm trying to save money to move out. Problem is, if she's going to be able to move, she wants my help with signing on a house, watching the baby, and helping with the bills. I'm cool with helping out with the bills and babysitting while I live with her, but I want to be able to move out and learn about myself and go back to school, but I can't just abandon her and my younger siblings. She also wants to move across the state away from all the people I just started getting to know at work, including a guy who I'm getting really close to, but there's a whole other thing. So what do I do? Do I just ditch her and the kids and start renting, or do I sign a 30-year contract with my mom to ensure her and my siblings' happiness and stability? Huh? 30
0: years? You're 19 years old.
1: It might. Well, to sign on a mortgage,
0: Oh my what lordy lord yeah. god fuck.
1: Am I being dramatic and selfish? Any advice would be amazing and any tips on saving slash making money would be great too. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Insert cool nickname here.
0: We love you. I don't think I'm at all qualified to answer this one.
1: I don't think so this either. This is so scary. This is a lot This dude. is
0: called sometimes and I don't really believe in this necessarily but sometimes you're in what they call a no win scenario. Yeah. And this sounds like that because you have a loyalty to your mother. Your mother wants you to help co-sign for this thing. It's really not for your own good that you do that because she's financially unstable. So it's really you're just sort of taking a huge dice roll. Yeah. And by the way, the housing market is getting obliterated right now.
1: Yeah. And the the, the interest rates are really high. Honestly, why do why do I want to know why she feels like she needs to buy a house like you guys exactly. could maybe rent and you could help her with the rent.
0: Take a less risk option.
1: Yeah, I am confused because on that part. Because of your
0: parameters, right? Sometimes me and Nikki are very open to risk, but only when you can absorb the risk. Yes. If you can't absorb the risk, then you're taking on a huge risk.
1: You're gonna, I'm sorry, I personally, and this again, this is take with a grain of salt because yeah. this is a really freaking hard one and I don't think that there's any one correct, 100% correct answer. But I do believe you're very young and you are at a stage in your life where you really are needing to learn about yourself yes, and like come formative. into your own as as an adult. And I understand completely not wanting to abandon your mom. I think it's that you're going to have to negotiate a little bit with You have to stand her. up for yourself. You do. I think that helping her out with maybe in the beginning just to get her feet on the ground, you know, like she needs help leaving this guy that she doesn't want to be married to anymore. Okay, we understand that. that. So let's go step by step. You help her get through, you know, emotionally and like, you know, maybe financially get through the divorce and then help her get into a new place. Maybe you can co-sign on rent. That is also a risk because it's going to go on your credit. But, you know, maybe that's like, a middle You're ground terrible. yeah because if if you break the lease it's not the end of the world if you break a mortgage it's way harder so <coughs> i i think maybe like help her out there and maybe um helping with babysitting all that stuff if she's gonna need your help with the money she i'm sorry but she doesn't get to decide where to live like
0: that's exactly right you
1: she can't be like and i'm gonna move across the country exactly right i understand she wants to get away from your uh not stepdad or whoever like this guy that she was married to um but she just can't right now like just like how you just can't pick up your life and leave right now like she just can't like make you do that when you're not in a you know, on a position like she doesn't get to decide that part.
0: I feel like don't place yourself into a no win scenario, yeah. right? Like, because I really don't believe in no win scenarios. I really don't. Like, I really do think that that there are ways to take advantage of. You know, whether it's you're putting in you're putting a challenge challenging place, and you have to try to figure a way out of it. As long as you can see the road ahead and know to like, okay, I should de risk myself here yeah. to try to avoid that pothole. I think you can avoid the no win scenario. But I think that you're you're about to enter one, so you got to be very careful.
1: Yeah, I think just r- tread lightly. Um, hopefully that we got to this question in time because that was oh, a month ago. But I would, um, yeah, definitely. She's like, Good
0: news, I got the house with my mom.
1: <laughs> I would definitely compromise. Like, look for the compromise in a way that like you would be helping her. And and by the way, don't put it all on your shoulders of like. You have to do this or else your family is going to be in a shithole forever. Like, it's not your responsibility. It's not fair. fair. You know, like you said with your mom, like, could have dated longer and figured out, but she's a grown-ass adult. Like, she's still a grown-ass adult. And so she, you know, chose to have children. Mm -hmm. And that is her responsibility. I know that you love her and you want to help her. But it is still not your responsibility that where if you fuck up, then it's your fault that they live shitty. Like it's not, that's not fair to and yourself.
0: if it comes down to it, you always have the red button. You know what the red button is?
1: The breakup button? No,
0: it's not the breakup what's button.
1: The break, what, what's was red button?
0: Well, it's your mom, right? So you can always say, your I didn't ask to be born.
1: <laughs> your mom's the red button. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask yeah. to be born.
0: You just hit that fucking button. Over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah. And that's and, and then the argument. she cries and then yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't care. I'm still pressing the button. I win the
0: argument, bitch. I'm asked to be born. <laughs> Stupid.
1: Don't do that one. No,
0: please don't do that. Uh, but no, seriously. Hey, look, you're in control of your own life. Um, you know, and you can have sympathy for others, mm-hmm. but don't. You know, you have to put on the oxygen mask to breathe to help the person yeah. next to you. So don't put yourself in a situation where you can't breathe. It's
1: just never going to be worth it to sacrifice your own. Happiness for someone else no. in that that you'll to that them. to that degree, yeah, you'll, you'll you will them. resent them. You'll resent your mother, and you'll resent yourself for not giving your own self a shot. Exactly at the life you could have had. So yeah, I agree with the like the less commitment type of stuff, the more non-committal stuff, like where it's a lease that you're helping with, but it's not not a mortgage. You yeah, know, like yeah. where it's like you'll help babysit, but that means she's got to live closer to you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, like hey, mom, I'm giving you this help for free. Exactly. So you have to make some compromises. You don't just get to choose to do everything the yep. way that you want to do it. Yep. Um, and then once you can help her, like and once she eventually gets a job, she, you know, she'll be able to afford maybe having a babysitter, like all that stuff. You know, you kind of like, let's take some baby steps here. And hopefully that works out in a win-win situation for Amen. all of you. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're going you through that. There. That's a lot to go through at Honestly, that age. Honestly, rooting
0: for you can't can't believe um what a deck you have been dealt but you can you can get through this
1: yeah i mean these things make you stronger absolutely so rooting for you for sure please keep us updated let yeah, us let know us what know. happens we, we love you thanks for listening yeah okay this next one is titled was it love or was i a stepping stone
0: okay oh no
1: okay well, juicy Hey, Nikki and Steve. I'm new to the podcast, but I have been listening to y'all since JK, and I'm really happy to learn a lot from y'all at this point in my life. I hope y'all and your family and your babies have uh, been safe, thriving, and well. I will leave the anonymous nickname to you both. Ooh.
0: Oh, thank you, Thriving Bitch.
1: Thriving Bitch. Thriving Bitch. Thanks for leaving us a message. Uh, Okay, here we go. I am in a small cohort with the same people. For a couple of years, I went to this program thinking I know myself, calm and collected, and doing my best so I can later support my parents. In the first semester, I did not expect to get really close to a classmate, my best friend in the program, and fall for her. We grew a lot closer and we went on a lot of dates. It was serious without a label. She put in the time and effort to look up the things I valued, my personal goals, and my mental health, and I would like to say I did the same. This was also the first time I dated someone who was going through a divorce. My therapist said, even if the love she receives is healthy, it is still one more thing to add on her plate. My best friend called off the romance to put more energy in herself, and I respect that. I don't know what her experience is like, but I can imagine it is difficult as hell. It has been a rough transition for me to not pretend to feel grief, and I feel like my energy is no longer warm and uplifting, just like bad juju to the people around me.
0: But you feel grief for over what? Um, For me to
1: not pretend to feel grief. Feel grief. About losing her, I would think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was ready for love, but now I struggle to act normally, eat, and go about my day. I wanted to ask if y'all have any advice on how to heal and learn from this experience in a healthy way and not have resentment for my best friend. At the end of the day, I care about her happiness and success. Thank you, oofie doofy.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh a little uh, Oofy doofy. wait,
1: follow up. Maybe I missed some details that others usually include. I'm 28 and she's 24. We're in a graduate program together. Right now, I want to do as best as I can to feel what I need to feel and work on myself. I just want to process it in a healthy way if you'll have any advice. Stay awesome, Icebreaker and Iceman. Thank
0: you. Well, the age difference is always something that...
1: I don't think that's... 28 and 24 is not... It's a disaster.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just trying to look for little things no
1: it the, the age helps in a sense that like okay 28 i'm like okay you're farther along in your adult life yeah. like it's not like 19 like the last one yeah yeah. um but uh yeah can, it helps fill in some context of where you might be at this point and like also she's going through a divorce okay at 24 wow okay yeah uh she's a little young yeah. And to go through a divorce at that age is she's You're still figuring out who you are until yeah. I believe twenty six. Twenty six seems like the magical age to me, where you think you know who you are, and then you get to twenty six, and you're like, okay, now I actually know who I
0: am. Yeah. 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 I agree uh, with if that. If you've been working on yourself the whole I time, I agree with that. Um,
1: wow. Okay. So processing this, um, I think you're doing the right thing. I think you have a good head on your shoulders. It sounds like, um, I know you. You're talking about your energy not being as uh positive as you would like it to be or as it has been and maybe you need to just focus more on the things that bring you joy you know absolutely Um, maybe you forgot a couple of, of what those were you know maybe they like nothing feels like it brings as much joy because of this thing that's happening but i think that you humans have the capability of just like mind over mattering a lot of things and sometimes if you can just make a small adjustment and change the what you're doing like the way the way that you're deriving joy like or even acting as if like just pretending like you're having a good time you trick your brain into having a good time
0: absolutely no focusing on yourself is the jam yeah and honestly too you won't even realize the things you were missing about yourself until you start to focus on yourself and then you're like, "Oh shit, okay. Building new routines is really good too. Building a new routine."
1: And it's attractive and it helps support her, like the way that you were saying that you just want to, you know, support your friend and care and you care about her happiness and success. Yeah. Um I think that like one of the best ways that you can do that is to recenter and focus on your energy and like building that back up and then cuz you're really not able to like root for someone if you can't you know, know be show up for yourself
0: too. Exactly. Focus on you more because honestly, she has to focus on her to get through her divorce thing. So like you got to do this too.
1: Yeah. And on, and I think that seeing a therapist would help too. Like even just like a couple sessions to work through grief. Cause when you go through a breakup, you do experience all the same symptoms as you do when someone dies. Like you experience when I used to do and be in acting classes and they would, um, we'd work on like targeting emotions for scenes. If. I was doing a scene where like maybe I'm at a funeral like my mom died or something but my mom didn't really die in my real life so I don't what do I have to relate to well they would they would tell you to bring up like a bad breakup or like or like a time a pet died or something like it all brings up the same emotions actually so you will go through those stages of grief like where you're angry and you're sad and then you're mad and then you're confused and then you're in denial and then you're you know like you'll go through all the same kind of things if you really cared about someone and then you lost them yeah yeah so give yourself that space you know it's okay it's okay that you feel that way it's okay that your energy is not like top level right now but you can make just make little little minor things like things to to be grateful for every day that like you know even i used to like when i was just in a really bad depression depression stage. just like focus on how thankful I was for the first sip of coffee in the morning. Okay. You know, like just little things where I like really enjoyed that experience. Even if I got nothing else for the rest of the day, the rest of my day sucks or whatever. Like I have to go work at a job I hate or whatever. Like I just made the rest of the world disappear when I had that first sip of coffee because I enjoy that so much. And at least I got that moment that no one can take away from me. Absolutely. Yeah, and then it just builds up from there, you know, like you start noticing other things that you really appreciate in your life and, and then you start adding on to it and it just like kind of snowballs, but you have to kind of start with that grain of rice, good energy thing, find it from somewhere, something, yes. some little thing. And um, I'm sorry that you're going through that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I hope you get through it soon.
0: Breakups are hard, man. Breakups, Break-ups are really are hard. Breakups are freaking hard.
1: Especially like when you're the one that still cares.
0: Yeah, that's so rough. Because it
1: sucks the other way around too when you're like breaking someone's heart, but like All right, you move on pretty fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. but like
1: when you're like the one that still cares. Yeah,
0: that's rough. You gotta re-bend your whole mind.
1: Yeah, bending minds is hard. It is. Okay, this one is titled "Fuck My Life HPV." Okay. Okay. Hey Stephen Nikki, been watching for years, big fan, and the pod is mad underrated. Now I get to write in with the bummer that is my life.
0: Oh, thank you
1: for watching. We love thank you.
0: Thank you. At least the pod's underrated. Uh,
1: yeah, it's exactly. Please rate us on iTunes so it will be properly rated. <laughs> yeah, thank I'll you. Uh, five five stars, hopefully. Yeah. Backstory: I've only had sex with two people. I have always been paranoid about STDs, and I got tested before I even had sex because a dude ate me out, and I wanted to make sure. I asked both of both of the two. Before sleeping with them, when they last had sex, and when they last got tested, slash are they clean?
0: You sound fun. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, that's that's, that's I the, know. That's the good thing to do. I know. Don't fucking shit on that.
0: I'm not really shit on okay. it. Okay. I'm just being a shithead.
1: Yeah, you're being a dick. Um, the first one lied and gave me chlamydia- Oh my God. Four months in, and likely cheated. That was in 2016. The second one, I was with for three years, and he got tested right before, hadn't had sex for over a year prior, and- was exclusive the whole time, ended in January this year. I get tested all the time anyways, just to be safe, and I have docs run for everything when I get when I get paps. I got a pap six months ago and was good. Just went on a first date yesterday and have a second this week. He is a nurse slash masters in public health. I got a pap on Friday just cause I switched insurance and because I'm extra. I just got a fucking email today <laughs> that I tested positive for one of the HPv twelve other DNA PCR strains i have been vaccinated and got a booster six months ago what the actual fuck there is no testing for men's men with these strains hpv 16 and 18 are warts strains and detectable in men because symptoms but not in the cervical strains unless they get their get it in their throat or something and get abnormal cells there men just spread it i know girl Dude, I have never, I have literally never had enjoyable sex in my life. And I finally got my life together and financially stable. I have sacrificed social life for years just to work and save money and dated people I was not compatible with and figured myself out to know for sure what I want. And I finally decided to be proactive and try to find a compatible partner. And this is my fucking luck. Two partners, two STDs. "'I literally did not have sex with one person "'I ever really wanted because he had warts "'and didn't feel as strongly as I did, "'so I didn't want to risk it at 21. "'This is so fucking unfair.' Apparently around 50% of people get some strains of HPV in their life. Dudes don't have to deal with this fucking bullshit slash stigma and telling people because they won't even know if they hey, have it. Hey, hey. So true. I don't know if I should wait until I know there's chemistry or just tell him next time I see him or text him. He probably already has strains because he's older and likely sexually active before vaccines were out but not like he'll know because again men don't test positive. We literally talked about STDs before and I gave him the whole spiel about how I make everyone get tested for us and I've always been paranoid. Now I just found this out. I don't even know if I have a question. It's just just not fucking fair i love that you're just venting now love it. i guess do you have any advice let me know i've never had a fucking i've never had good sex in my life and it's pathetic and sad condoms fucking burn me and don't prevent hpv transmission anyways apparently the virus can clear up in two years on its own two fucking years like that's supposed to be a fucking relief i haven't been able to call a, a doc the doctor because they sent send me this stuff on a sunday anyways love you guys in the podcast lmao just can't catch a break i'm gonna have to tell this to everyone now and limit micros the microscopic amount of options i have because i so rarely feel chemistry anyway and i guess if in comments can share if this would be a deal breaker for them please do thanks so much luck but only the bad kind that's her name. i think
0: you're fine bad kind yeah i
1: know i want to give you a hug we want to hug
0: you real bad but then you'd probably have us get tested first can Uh, i
1: tell you (laughs) I will. I did open up about this on a J.K. episode, and there is a fucking stigma, which is ridiculous because, like you said, over fifty percent of people have it, and who knows how many men—probably more than fifty percent—people have it because, like, men don't have symptoms, and they're the ones spreading it. So I think it's a lot more. I have HPV. I I got it. I were I was just as paranoid as you. So paranoid about STDs. Oh. Paranoid about getting pregnant. Always wear a condom when hooking up with people. Blah blah blah.
0: She only went horn a couple of times.
1: Only went horn a couple times.
0: That's right. Paid for sex. This was no shut up. Multiple times. This
1: was the third person I had sex with, and um, and then I got I I freaked out like you um, and I got I got tested. I had abnormal Pap smear, and they had to go in there and do a, a biopsy and like, you know cut a chunk out or whatever and like test it and it was really intimidating and like so invasive and i was just, like crying because i didn't know what it meant and a lot of people think it means warts which like you said it's only two of the strains there's a hundred strains of hpv and i think 13 are malignant so they can lead to like cervical cancer and stuff um but the others are just benign they're there uh, i don't even really know why like what about it is considered uh an hp uh like an std because like they're so benign other than your it just changes the shape of your cells your your squamous cells Uh, uh, i don't uh really understand it i did have the same freak out as you um but it's not warts. A lot of, like, so when I mentioned it on JK, a lot of people were like, you have warts. And, like, first of all, if you have warts, like, it shouldn't be a stigma. So just, like, shut up. How um, sections
0: are a fucking blast,
1: though? <laughs> I know. Like, it's a bunch of freaking 15 year olds that yeah. haven't even had sex yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, HPV is not that. It also, I have had normal pap smears for the past, like, seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a blue moon, I'll, I get an abnormal one. Um, but, usually I just go in again and then they're like, okay, it's normal again. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. weird. Like, it's just something that's kind of like, like some cells are off sometimes. I, I don't really know. I don't understand it, but yeah, like so many people have it. It's just not talked about. So there's still a stigma. Most people don't even understand what it, what it is. I don't understand what it is. And this was before, um, for me, it was before they came out with the Gardasil shots. Um, they had like just come out with me, it. The, um, HPV vaccines okay yeah so like when i was growing up they didn't have them so like you don't get them but now i I apparently i think it's part of the vaccine um protocol like for you to get it when you're a teenager cool like if you're a girl um i don't know if guys get it too i'm not sure i really don't know how it works because i never got it so um i'd always been with partners that had very limited other sexual partners so like yeah his body count's very low and once I got with Steve you know I'm in like in a serious relationship I'm like well I don't really have to worry about getting vaccinated about like the other malignant strains that I could possibly get because we're exclusive like we're not seeing anyone else and he's safe he I made him get tested We have a nice little closed relationship yeah so, he know that's all he knows
0: about. The, the, as far as I as far, as, far as I'm, far I'm aware, Nikki's got headphones on. I can't quite hear what she's saying. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He can't hear us. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> I but, said
1: he can't hear us.
0: So, yeah, I'm going to try to read this. I'm not good at it. But anyway, um, no, look, you're fine.
1: Yeah, just I know. I want to give you a hug. We
0: wish we could hug you.
1: I needed my mom to be in the room because I was like so shook by it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, even if you got chlamydia, you know, even if you got herpes, a couple of my friends got herpes mm-hmm. around this this age um was like 20 and uh i was i was like holy shit yeah you know like that to me was like a death sentence that's how they felt too yeah yeah, yeah. um but even that like there's so many treatments and like they had the one outbreak and they haven't had it since right and we're all in like our mid-30s now they have not had a, an outbreak since then. And I remember my friend like crying to me and I was like crying with her because that was like so Yeah,
0: it's, it's much yeah, Like, yeah.
1: whoa, herpes. But like, then you find out through talking and like, you know, like once you get to a certain age too, like I heard that over 40% of adults over the age of 40 have herpes. That blew my mind well, as a statistic. Not. But like when, when you learn the numbers like that, it makes it a lot less daunting for her to like open up to partners for HPV. I don't even think no, I would even,
0: and look the way th-
1: it's a benign, if it's a benign strain of HPV, if it's a malignant kind, like definitely take care of yes. your health, get in there, Please. like stay on top of it. Like your doctor can tell you if it's a malignant strain or not. Um, and then you definitely have to tell your partners, but if it's a benign strain, it like they won't, they literally like won't, ever feel anything and it's not I don't know. It's and just by the way
0: look about spreading. what I'm about to say is not about your situation. It's really just sort of my own experience in life. Every time that you put out to the universe that you're going to take yourself very seriously about something. Yeah. The universe is going to shove you back and be like just chill out. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what you're getting a little bit of
1: because you're so, you're so strict, strict about yeah So yeah.
0: And not I'm not telling you don't be safe or anything. I'm just saying you thought about it so fucking much, you focused on it so fucking hard. This is almost like the universe's way of saying, "See, it's See? like stop, just chill." Yeah, you
1: have to have like a this abundance. I I, I don't want to be cheesy here, but like it it reminds me of like when people are so tight with finances Mm -hmm. and they're like so scared of like spending and they're like so like cheap with, like they don't tip very much and they're just like so concerned about how much they're spending. Those are usually people that like, get in a random accident and have to pay a bunch of money for something like those random financial things happen just to them calamity. and then they're like well see that's why I don't spend very much because like you never know when something like this is going to happen but I kind of feel like chicken and egg situation you attract
0: where, things sometimes yeah
1: and I don't want to say you attracted this but I'm, I'm just saying like maybe it is kind of fault a sign It's a,
0: no. I think it's your fault
1: no it's not your fault okay, but it's bad. like a sign to just like your chlamydia is one that goes away it's not permanent yeah. and it's kind of like it's kind of like you're getting like a
0: Little permission slip little, to chill out.
1: Little little slap on little the shove, face. Like show shove, like, hey
0: Stop taking yourself so serious. Like
1: be responsible. Yes, for please, sure. Please please please. But it's not the end of the world. Yes. It's healthy to have these conversations with people too. Yes. Um and also like maybe you haven't been feeling compatibility with some partners because they got kind of scared off by how upset like how much you're like scared of this. Yes. You know? So it doesn't really turn people on, like, when your partner is, like, really scared of having sex with you.
0: you know? <laughs> That's just a fact.
1: So, yeah, I don't want to say be irresponsible. Absolutely keep getting tested before you have sex with a partner. But it doesn't have to be the center of the, your sexual world.
0: Exactly. Um, Well put.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be... I don't want to give you the wrong advice. I don't want to put a, get, no, 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 a no, dangerous no, no. advice. We're
0: not saying dangerous advice. Yeah. We're saying, please Definitely, keep it up. Yeah. But just take the seriousness out of your brain a yeah. little bit. Like the, this like, this like strictness that you it's have. Like, so
1: nothing in life is guaranteed. Right. You can take all the precautions and you want and did. you should. And she just did. But sometimes you just have to be like, all right, like I'm going to continue being a responsible person, but I just, there's some things I can't control. And
0: she couldn't control this. This yeah. happened to her. She How, many, how, how strict was she about yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, just, just, um, it, it it still worked out for you, in my opinion. You are not damned. You feel yeah, damned. You're not, you're not damaged. Damned. Yeah, damaged. Yeah, not goods. damaged goods. you're not damaged goods. Not any of that yeah. stuff. Like, you're, you're Gucci, man. Like, you just got to zoom out a little bit, look at your situation and go, no, I am good. This is fine. Yeah. I did get shoved back a little bit, and now I can see how silly I was being before because I am fine.
1: And it's not part of your sexual identity.
0: Absolutely no. not. Fuck no. Um Anyways, with that, and we we hope you we hope that you we're rooting for you. Yeah. Um, but with that, we are going to take a we break. We're
1: going to go to our sponsors. Yeah. So, uh, so we buy, what we, uh, buy what we tell you to buy. That's right.
0: We can sell advertising right now, based on what's going on with you emotionally. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast, and if you want to rate it.
0: Thank you for supporting this show.
1: Okay, we are back hopefully about whatever we told you to buy you. and also check out our patreon patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i we do um a live stream every month sometimes we have free world poker tournaments sometimes i mean steve does crypto corner every week every um Tuesday. we do should they don't tell you after dark although we're very behind on this one last one we, we need to do fact. another should they don't tell you after dark we're sorry yeah uh, wsop is still happening right now so anyway we do a lot of stuff fun stuff over there you get episodes in advance all kinds of stuff so check it out the community is really awesome on discord
0: so many things the best
1: and you get
0: to hear this podcast a day early
1: yeah Uh, we're moving on to our next question this one is titled question about being a woman they did it all like wonky
0: nice Uh, yeah in
1: society
0: capital and then yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i love it being it runs with a spongebob meme every time yeah yeah, yeah. that's good yeah
1: hi nikki and steve please keep me anonymous or make up a cool awesome nickname for me thanks
0: thank you Paladipus.
1: Why is it always some random animal?
0: It's not a random animal. How was it a random animal last time?
1: Gum Gumball Trap
0: Shooter. Okay, Gumball Trap Shooter. Thank you. Probably the worst Nicky movie we've ever heard about on the show. Trap Shooter
1: Platypus.
0: Better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this question is mostly for Nikki. Sorry, Steve.
0: Uh, oh, all right, I'm going to go to, the, I'm go to the John. Okay, no. You have to stay
1: here and listen. Okay. How do you navigate being a woman in this world and is it normal to have an existential crisis about it in your early slash mid-20s? Does it ever get easier? I'm 26. Back in my teens I was a very quote-unquote not like the other girls type like hanging with the boys, thought girls were drama, etc. Then in my early 20s I started to see patterns in men that I hated. Started to get angry when I was being catcalled, started feeling like I was walking around with a target on my back. Things totally flipped for me and I started to hate men. Now 26, I'm working on coming to terms with some sort of middle ground, not having any hatred or making assumptions about anyone based on gender, but I still have my guard up everywhere I go just in case. I'm constantly exhausted with going in public by myself. Am I living in an overly paranoid paranoid way? Do I need to chill? Is this a normal experience? Thanks. I love you guys. Okay. Cute. One, I can relate, but two... I need a little bit more context of what made you hate men cuz oh, yeah. trauma can play a big part in your feelings and it shouldn't be invalidated. I think some of it needs to be worked through with a therapist if there was any sort of like actual like like big trauma in your life or uh, associated with men, not not just like the, you know, the the stuff that unfortunately all, all women go through but yeah. um you know, like if there was like a particular incident or several then definitely see a therapist about that um but in general let's start from the beginning how do you navigate being a woman in the world is it normally an existential crisis or in your early slash mid 20s um i navigate the the uh, being a woman i guess uh i i don't have anything to compare it to <laughs> so hey, i've never been a man um but there would you were,
0: like me to weigh in on that
1: no, no, I'm. I'm you know, a man's playing me. Uh, <laughs> how to navigate no, being, being woman. a man. No. Oh, okay, got it. I, 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 do like to observe people and notice differences, like general differences, and I, I think that something that helps is. Um, you know finding all the pros about being a woman there's a lot of cons definitely you can point out all the cons there's freaking a laundry list of cons and i think that sometimes men overlook that because they all they see are the 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 cool things. Oh women get drinks paid for by guys. Oh, the guys
0: the, Yeah, and
1: guys pay for the dinner. Was yeah, oh, most of them are expected. Oh, guys only are guys girls want money for their money and there's they get the best of a marriage because exactly. And so they just have this like rainbow vision of like how easy it is to be a female and like they don't get like the constant
0: we don't get into clubs for free.
1: struggle how you have to like walk on this tightrope for society and like be like positive but not too positive not, not over your uh, like not overly clingy, not in your face but you have to like uh you know Work like a man, but also be expected to take care of the kids and do all the cooking and cleaning at home like a woman, and like also like stand up for yourself, but don't get too bossy. But like you definitely need to take a stance and like don't get be pushed over and like don't like you know. There's so many fucking rules that are like crisscrossing all the times that I just have to. I've just learned to do my own thing. You know, like I've gotten really in tune with what Nikki Limo as a person likes to do regardless of gender like what am i interested in Mm -hmm. if i was living in a bubble what am i interested in what fills me with joy what can i do alone for a week at a time like a week straight and not get bored of like a lot of things what do i yeah and i operate my life that way i love learning new things i feel very capable regardless of my tiny woman brain that I can like learn new things pretty quickly if I'm interested in them.
0: Hey, speaking of that too, there is a trope about women too, where it's like you guys have to be able to communicate with each other, like constantly on the phone and shit.
1: Yeah. That, so that's why I relate to you a lot, uh, socially about having more guy friends than girls growing up because I didn't understand groups of women like group girl groups they like to sit sit and talk for long periods of time about things i'm not interested in typically like um celebrities and boys or like or whatever Uh, i sometimes like hearing about boys but like um you know i don't know the things that i I just wanted to go play games like and the guys like to play games. The guys have like a more laid back banter. I like roasting people as yeah, you know, too. like breaking balls. Me too. I was raised in a family that constantly breaks each other's balls and love that's it. kinda like how we show love.
0: It's and how I receive love.
1: I have ruined quite a few friendships by accident with girls because I thought we were just joking and like when I roast you, it's like me saying like, I know you well enough that I roast you and that was oh that was such a sick roast like i think you'll appreciate that like yeah. cuz if you roasted me in a way that was like oh that was clever i'm like yes she fucking knows yeah, me and yeah. like we're that's how totally love yeah and it ruined a lot of friendships and i got very confused very sad very emotionally distraught so yeah that part was hard and i was like fuck i can't understand girls i understand guys way better and so like i was like came with a guys i was a guy's girl for sure um And then this
0: is even before you were an adult.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was through high school. Um, Then I went through my first breakup and got drunk and hooked up with one uh, each of my guy friends, like one by one by accident. Like it was just like, oopsies, oopsies. You know, we kissed, but they took it very seriously because apparently they actually were crushing on me the whole time, and I had no idea. And that's when I learned that even if I saw them as friends, like they not the guys don't necessarily view you as. A friend like you're not a buddy buddy like maybe like sometimes you are but like I don't know it's very the lines are very blurred sometimes they're just waiting in the wings I don't and I that turned me off on having a lot of guy friends as well so then I was just a fucking loner for a long ass time because I was like well I don't understand women and I don't want to have guys feeling like they are going to eventually get to fuck me if we hang out long enough, you know, and like, so down
0: payment on a future fuck (laughs) session, as I like to say.
1: And that's when I was like, I was going to do what makes me happy on my own. And I think everyone should go through a period of where you live alone and you just fucking figure those things out. And then you'll naturally find a group of people that are interested in those things. So the, the females that I have made really close friends with, usually we have something in common, like a common interest. And the girls that I have been friends with since high school we just operate we have each had a circle of guy friends like we were each the guy's girl in In the circle circle and we got together because we understand friendships that way yeah you know where we don't have to be talking on the phone every day there's not there's no drama ever um and so you'll find a few people like that and maybe you'll have a smaller circle of girlfriends but it'll be a better circle of girlfriends. So that's navigating women. Also figuring out like the pros about being a woman. Like there's a laundry list of cons, but then, you know, there's some things that are pretty cool. Like, yeah, it sucks that every industry I tend to pick out, I tend to, it tends to be a male dominated (laughs) industry. And there are a lot of biases towards women in those industries.
0: If only you pick knitting, you know?
1: Yeah. Or like, um, (laughs) hairstyling or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I had to be drawn to like more, I guess, left-brained activities, um, and uh,
0: you're a disruptor.
1: I'm a disruptor, Thank you. and it can be like intimidating because of those biases. But it's something I really like to do, and I'm not doing it for to impress those guys. And I'm I I honestly don't have a respect for a lot of them, so uh, I can't be doing it for that. I can't be doing it for how they perceive me. Um, I just have to be doing it for me, and that's how. I encourage anyone to operate like forget your gender I don't like any labels actually I don't like identifying by my gender or by um, the diet that I'm on like there's so much pressure for people to to like, have me call myself a vegan, and I was like, No, like, so, there. yeah, there's a lot of. I don't even go, being
0: called a Scorpio, it's I'm, like, Hey, chill,
1: I'm not part of a political party. No, I am a diehard Scorpio, but <laughs> I live my life by this life.
0: No. But you're what rising, no, see I'm, what I'm a saying? Gemini rising, so let's chill out the duality, let's you not know, call it one thing,
1: yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, but there's some cool things, you know, there's some I have gotten more opportunities sometimes in those male dominated industry because they wanted more variety, diversity. Yep. And so, like you could argue that you know less skilled people might get in like like less skilled women might have opportunities and people that's and that. that's not fair yeah. but it gave me an opportunity to prove myself in an, in a faster way than if than I could have as a guy like maybe it would have taken me longer to prove myself as a guy because there's so many other guys and I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity so there's it. there's different sides of that coin um. When I go out to dinner, like, yeah, a lot of times it's custom that the guy pays for it. I don't need them to pay for it, but that's kind of cool. Okay. There's like some cool things. Like I'm really grasping to find like <laughs> cool things about being a You're woman. I get to be sparkly. Look today, I just decided to wear sequins you and did. guess what? No one could say shit about it. Cause I live in Las Vegas, Nevada yep. and I'm a female and I like to be sparkly. I'm Although as a guy, it. you could be sparkly too. I'm not going to like, but you know, like I I could hey, get look, to be sparkly. I
0: tried to give you shit about it. I was like, you better take that fucking off. And you're like, no, nah, I want to be sparkly. I was like, I don't know. Yeah.
1: And guys can be sparkly too, but you know, it feels good sometimes to embrace the femininity look, of being. Especially
0: male ice oh, skaters. Boy. Let's be real. They broke the ceiling yes, for that. They did. For everyone. They,
1: they shattered the glass ceiling sure of women, of men and sparkles. It sure did. Um, and you're 26. You're just now being like, this is me, bitch. Like, this is my life. Like, so I yeah, think this is a really good time yeah. for you to have these kind of thoughts and i'm glad you stopped hating men i think that you can i think treating people in general treating people as individuals and not based off the gender or political party or diet or or religion ideology like what if you can just learn to treat each person as a brand new fresh clean slate as an individual person I think that you will do well socially in life. Like you will naturally gravitate towards like-minded people. You'll find the gems. Yeah. And you'll have interesting conversations because you'll remove those biases of like you only needing to talk to people that are, think exactly like you, you know, um, and you'll learn to appreciate the differences, whether it's the differences in gender or the differences in, in like life views or whatever. And I think it creates a more enriching social environment for you. I agree. So I hope that that helps. Um, do what makes you comfortable
0: always. And get a female kitty when you get a chance because she's the, the one. Best. She's in a
1: male dominated kitty I family. Know, but
0: she's the best and we, we love We have Cece, her. our
1: female cat that's been chilling with us this whole podcast yeah, episode.
0: <laughs> she's our mama kitty. Yeah. She was the mama kitty to our litter of kittens that we had and we fell in love with her.
1: Oh, but one last thing. When you go out and walk and you're like, am I overly paranoid? I don't think you can ever be overly paranoid. I don't trust anyone when I'm walking outside. I often have headphones in with no music playing because I'm hyper vigilant. and maybe I'm overly paranoid. I don't know. But I almost got kidnapped a few times and I am well aware that there are people that intend to harm out there.
0: Absolutely. So can't be too careful. No, I
1: don't think you could be overly paranoid. pepper
0: spray, girl. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think you're finding a good balance and I'm happy for you. So thank you. Um, What did I call her? Uh, it's it a your tra- nickname. Trap. Uh, uh-huh. A trap. Hmm? Trapper. Trap snapper. Platypus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somehow you fixed it. Yeah. One of the first things that got you actually when we started dating was pepper spray. I know. Because like, yo. I never can't... had to use
1: it, but I came close one time.
0: Yeah. What yeah, was when term?
1: that guy that was in that alley, like I told oh, you, yeah, and he started yeah. walking faster and he faster behind me, me, and I had my pepper spray out, yeah, and like I showed, like basically, showed like out, like yeah, I was just like, yep, running away from him with like waving it.
0: And was he still running?
1: He slowed down and went away. I also threw a, a dress. There was a random dresser in the middle of that alleyway. <laughs>
0: and you threw it behind you yeah <laughs> like you're in a fucking horror movie yeah that's I, hilarious. I don't give a fuck i love it <laughs>
1: don't start chasing me down yeah, an alley don't be
0: polite don't be polite
1: yeah don't be polite to strange that's to what weird people men. do
0: they do this weird thing where they're polite for s- no reason you don't fucking know them why are you being polite yeah, to them? yeah dude
1: this this these guys they were blocking that it's a narrow ass alley walkway yeah, thing yeah, yeah. You, and I, I think i've logged it a couple times it's like the yeah. size of two people with wise so it's very narrow and it's creepy and I try to get through that part as fast as I can, but it's the shortest distance to get through the, t- the two streets. Yes. And there were these two guys in an arm unmarked white van with the back door wide open, Weird. and like right by the alley. And they had orange vests on, as if they're like some sort of public service yeah. fucking thing. We're with the Pacific Bell company, I did buy it for a second. <laughs> I noticed them but they weren't standing next to the white, they weren't standing next to the back of the van. Otherwise I wouldn't have walked past it. Um, But I noticed the van, I noticed that stuff. And then I just started sprinting down that fucking alley. And then I heard them like shuffle fast into the fucking alley. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. And I had the pepper spray ready to go.
0: Love it.
1: But I didn't have to use it. I threw a dresser down the alley and they were like, this bitch is crazy. Crazy. (laughs) I don't care. Go crazy, bitch, on
0: people if they're
1: threatening you.
0: By yeah. the way, the pepper spray is for you. Can just spray it behind you, and it creates a fucking radius, dude. Yeah, I was just I scared. of been get, I it was before. just scared
1: of getting my own self.
0: Have you been around it? No. Like when somebody but I've heard sprays stories. it. Bro, I had a stupid fucking friend who just had pepper spray, and he sprayed it on his own leg to prove what a badass what he was. What the fuck? Yeah, and then like, of course, like I just about vomited because I was like three feet away from the cat or four feet away. That's how I
1: feel when you're cooking downstairs.
0: Thank you. Well, I do cook with very... (laughs) Like I start
1: coughing because it's like the pepper is so strong. I do a
0: lot of spices.
1: And the Tabasco, the vinegar in the air, it just like suffocates my throat.
0: Also, I put habanero in there too.
1: See, you're wild. You're kind of a badass and I kind of have to suffer because of it. Yeah, true. So our next one is titled, Another Heartbreak Email. Oh no. Okay. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Steve. I would like to remain anonymous. Please knight me with one of your amazing nicknames.
0: Okay, Astroverse.
1: Astroverse. I like it. It's not an animal. See? Astroverse bat.
0: Why did you make it an animal? See, why did you do that? Why did you ruin it? Because
1: he wanted one of our amazing signature nicknames. Uh, I see. I see. No. Uh first compliments words words can't describe how much i love you guys and appreciate you i was introduced to you guys through the jk family i've been following you since the first shit they don't tell you episode oh Oh, my god wow thanks for listening thank you you're like the older brother and sister I wish I had. You're not much older than me, but I also look up to you as most parental, as almost parental figures. You guys have truly been the voice I needed every week. You're the voices I wish I had growing up. You've put so many smiles on my face. I hope you guys know how much you're appreciated and loved, not just by me, but I'm sure all your listeners. Thank you. That is so freaking sweet. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, son. Wow. Yeah,
0: thank you, thank you my you, son. son.
1: How do you know it's a guy?
0: I'm just assuming. Is
1: Astroverse? Yeah. This is probably a long one. I'll be honest. I think I've been going through depression, and I don't have anyone to turn to. I'm kind of hitting a rock. I'm kind of hitting rock bottom. So I finally decided to turn to you guys. This is where you come when you're at rock bottom, That's baby. It. We got you. It's
0: called digging deep. It's called the quarry. Through the bargain bin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so finally decided to turn to you guys before maybe trying out therapy. Why are there cute, cuddly kittens?
0: It's mama and Licking and each her other son. next to you. It's pretty cute. If you'd
1: have depression, just come over to the yeah, kitten couch. Yeah, just check out
0: what's going on check on my the angle. Check out the kitten couch. It's mama and her own baby that we kept because we love them both.
1: So I feel like this might be a long one because it's got a lot of pent up feelings inside that might all come out at once. Don't feel pressured. I guess I just want to be heard and maybe receive some guidance. For context, I'm a 32 year old male currently living yes. overseas for the last six years. I first met my ex when I was 20 so 12 years ago, and we were both studying abroad. We hit it off great and had a loving relationship during our time overseas, but after the study program ended, we both went back to our respective countries. We were in a long-distance relationship for about two years. With long distance, we knew that we would eventually have to to plan to be physically together. That's when I took the leap and moved to her country. This wasn't a difficult move for me because I also come from her cultural background. My family just immigrated to America where I was born and raised. I packed up my entire life to be with her. We spent a total of eight years together. We really did have a loving relationship, but in the end, it didn't work out. We met during our early 20s and as we were reaching our 30s, we had just both changed as people. Our values, wants, and needs changed. We knew that we weren't gonna be a good fit for each other and decided to end things. But even before the end of our relationship, we were already in a rocky place. We were both independent, but I definitely needed her more. I wanted to spend time with her and live together. But in her culture, it's common for a woman to live with her parents until marriage. I respected that and waited for her. But in the end, she did something that was quite uncommon. She moved out into an apartment of her own. Prior to her move, she promised we would spend more time together and actually spend nights together. But I think because it was her first time living on her own, she wanted to enjoy her social time with friends and co-workers. She ended up spending more time with her friends and co-workers than with me in our life. Last year together. We've had conversations about this, but nothing ever changed. I allowed her to live her life, but I was also hurt. She had a rule about me leaving her home before 11 p.m. About me leaving her home before 11pm Whenever we were together I can count the number of times we have slept over at each other's home On one hand I used to joke that she was worse than Cinderella Because even Cinderella would stay out till midnight But that rule never applied to her friends and co-workers Oh fuck I would yeah. be pretty pissed too You're
0: getting wrecked You're getting yeah. sold in bud
1: Who, um, just like, So she allowed them to stay at her house yeah. Well into the early morning Even male friends and co-workers Who's the least favey bud Ah shit dude I don't know if she ever cheated on me. I just trusted her. But towards the end of our relationship, the topic of cheating did come up, which I was never able to shake off, which eventually led to our breakup. Ooh, sounds like it. Uh, I'll admit, I did things I'm not proud of because of the issues that we were having, not just the time spent together, but other things as well. I ended up finding someone who did want to spend time with me. Nothing sexual came from this meeting. In the year that I knew this girl, we almost... Uh, The most we ever did was hold hands, and that was because she got drunk and I dragged her into a cab to go home. But I did develop feelings for this new girl, and I told my ex about it. What threw me off was uh, was that my ex called me selfish, not for developing feelings for someone else, but for telling her. We What? We had a talk that I never thought... We would ever need," she said. That in her culture, it's expected for couples to cheat. What?
0: Okay, your ex is wow. Yeah, this
1: is. I don't think she's telling the Bro, truth. She's just
0: fucking making shit up. She says
1: it's the norm. She expected me to cheat, just as she knows she will cheat on me too. What?
0: Okay, yeah. Fuck this. This is not. This is uneven value.
1: Despite the ramping cheating, rampant cheating in the culture, the couples will always come home to each other and stay together. It's like an unspoken rule in That's the culture. So romantic. They know their partner is cheating or will cheat, but there will never be evidence. I knew cheating was common in the culture, but I didn't expect my ex to also follow this. So the conversation never came up. But after that conversation, we broke up because it's not what I wanted. Good for you. Yeah,
0: uneven values.
1: After breaking up with my ex of eight years, my love life has been non-existent. It's been diff- very difficult. I think a part of me is traumatized by the experience of loving someone and building towards a future with them for eight years, only to have it all disappear. Throw away. I really tried to find love. The girl I developed feelings for, I eventually confessed that I liked her, but she didn't reciprocate. I had a sexual sexual relationship with another girl who I wanted to be with too, but she also didn't reciprocate reciprocate my feelings. She just wanted to have a friends with benefits relationship. I did develop feelings for a flight attendant. We spent about a week together because she didn't want to have any flight trips due to COVID but she eventually returned to her base country before borders closed up. Through mutual friends I heard that she liked me too but we both never acted on our feelings because we both knew we couldn't do it long distance. I've been rejected for multiple dates and I'm not getting too much luck online online dating either. I met my ex prior to Tinder so the online dating scene is a new experience for me that I'm having difficulties navigating and I'm just not comfortable with online dating either. I do better communicating face to face. I personally want to stay in this country. I spent a majority of my adulthood overseas so I felt like a foreigner in my home country. I established myself in this country and I do love life here this is home for me I'm not particularly close to my friends or family so I have little desire to be back home and closer to family but as an expat it's difficult to find any form of relationship because people are constantly coming and leaving the country as for dating locals I haven't found much luck there either the problem is I blend in physically so they expect me to also blend in culturally but that's not the case I was born and raised in America so of course I'll be culturally different in ways and this problem Probably wouldn't exist if I looked quote unquote white because the locals are more forgiving and expect a different experience when dating a visibly foreign looking face. Also, I'm a halfie like you, Nikki, so I blend in and also I don't. It creates another layer of confusion when in- with interacting with locals. On top of this, many locals simply don't want to date foreigners, let alone marry. A foreign experience may be fun Where the for hell an is this e- cat? I'm guessing India. Okay. It sounds like India to me, although they haven't okay. said the culture yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like India from what he's describing okay. um but i i don't know i this is just a stab in the dark Total um guess. and i have been told by locals that i have another disadvantage locals typically stay away from meeting people who have been in long-term relationships to sum up dating has been hard i met my friend most recent love interest two years ago. We are co-workers. Took me a long time to open up to myself to date after my ex. When I met this girl, I felt like we hit it off great. She gave me hope that I could love and be loved again. It took my time with her, and after about a year of getting to know each other, I asked her out for a date, but she turned me down because she had a boyfriend. The only <laughs> the year we spent getting to know each other, not once did she mention a boyfriend. Oh Whenever I asked her her weekend is what she did, never did she mention a boyfriend. This brought back all the trauma I had with my ex. I thought that maybe this was all part of the cheating culture. She told me that she was just being kind to me during all our interactions and she only saw me as a coworker. I can understand why she never mentioned her boyfriend especially as co-workers where you want to keep your work and life private uh, and separate oh, come on. but I can't feel like she she misled me the time we spent together the gift exchanges she even personally made me cookies once and got me birthday cake yeah, she did. I probably took her kind gestures to heart because I've been lacking any form of intimacy for years so I latched on to any form of attention I was given but it hurt when she rejected me I, I honestly I can't blame her for that one but not mentioning a boyfriend's kind of weird that's um, what I'm saying but yeah I did uh, I, I did do a lot of nice things for my guy friends and then I was kind of weirded out when they I thought that that was, right. anyway. Um, I tried to forget her, but I couldn't. I know it hasn't helped for me us work together either. After the rejection, we spent about a year awkwardly around each other. Re- recently this year, we've become more comfortable around each other again. It almost feels like when we first met. And with COVID easing up, we just uh, ended up with the same company volleyball team, too. Uh, I found out that she broke up with her boyfriend, and I can't help but hope that maybe she'll change and develop feelings for me. Honest truth, I know this is a hopeful wishing. I know this is a one sided love. I'm usually the one to initiate everything. I wouldn't give your hopes up, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's just, you're good. But... She has never given me any indication that she's looking for something beyond a work relationship with me, and I respect that, but I can't help to be hopeful and love her. <laughs> I don't want to use the word love because my experience is, but I can only describe my feelings for her as love. Oh, oh no, no, bro.
0: Don't do this. Why? It's been two
1: years. Years already i plan to change jobs by the end of my work contract because seeing her each day just brings me a lot of pain i feel hurt i'm hoping that being away from her will allow me to heal and maybe find love again there's so much more i want to say i try to simplify this letter i know this is a lot i don't know why what i'm asking you guys i guess i'm just need someone to listen sorry if this feels like i'm using you as an emotional punch bag i just need someone to listen thanks for thank you Nikki. thank you steve hope you guys are doing well love you we oh love goodness. you thanks for a- using Ast- us yeah the astroverse oh, bat poor astroverse bat
0: Shut up. (laughs) Look, bro, you just gotta chill out a little bit. You're
1: a hopeless romantic, yes, for but sure. But you're projecting
0: a lot of feelings the people. Yeah, so You just gotta chill out a little it, bit. Dial it, in it a little bit. If it was one or
1: twice, once or twice, I'd be like, oh, maybe that person was misleading. But it sounds like this happens to you quite often.
0: you just like meet somebody, and then you're projecting your whole future with them before you even get a chance, like to yeah. go to like, to go to bat, right, brother? Like you gotta. And just, they're
1: like, oh no, we're just oh, friends, no. man. And, it,
0: and because, and honestly, honestly, here's where you're fucking the game up. You could actually have a spark with them. That could be happening. But because you're taking it so seriously so fast, from the jump, yeah. you're turning them off. Yeah. So you're like, it's like when you're starting a fire and you're blowing on it too hard, right? You just put the fucking ember out. Like you got to like coax the fire out slowly. You can't be doing the shit where you're fucking projecting your entire life that you pro- are seeing with them in the future and you're in love with them before you even get to hang with them. The other That's thing, wild. Um
1: I am concerned though because it sounds like you value romance and love your love life kind of like more than anything right now. Um like it I haven't heard you mention career or anything. I know that you mentioned
0: or anything about liking yourself.
1: living there. Yeah. Um but it sounds like the culture just isn't working for you. Yeah. And I know you said that you sound like a foreigner in your own country, but like I don't know man like it sounds like it's like a fish out of
0: water who can't fucking get any oxygen in the gills a a
1: lot of pain like you're signing up for a lot of pain and like maybe you'll find someone that like fits this weird like super small niche that you have but it just sounds like you're not not gonna blend in and I get the like looking like you belong but you don't actually belong I totally understand that I I personally have to be somewhere where my values match yeah more I don't think I could no matter how much I love the culture of another country I just don't think that I could ever fully feel at home there or like understood there you know and it sounds like you're going through a lot of being misunderstood and I don't know I would consider maybe spending a couple years back in your home country.
0: Yeah, you need a change of environment or something. Yeah, you need something, something. to give. Cause dude, you just keep going to bat and striking out. Also, like I said, these expectations that you're putting into all these interactions is wild. It's wild, bro. Yeah. The only place where that kind of shit works is fucking Love Island. So, you know, I've never maybe go on Love Island. I've never given this piece of advice before, but I think you should probably go on Love Island.
1: <laughs> we'll watch it for I would love sure, to watch man. It. I would root for He's you. He's in
0: the age range. I think he could make it on Love Island.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't even know how to, like how to help you here because it's, I don't think you should be so traumatized that you never try at love. I just think you need maybe a different approach. That's um, intense,
0: bro. Just dial it back. You don't need this. But Here's also, the thing. But,
1: like he wants real love, and like the cheating's a part of the culture. Like, and you know that you can't deal with that. Well, so right. exactly. uh, I don't think it's right the right fit for I you. you.
0: I agree with you, but he's you know made a bunch of suppositions and decided that his he really belongs there which you know maybe there's some context that we're missing although i did just hear your life story so i think i have your fucking context but um dude yeah you need something's got to give right and uh you know i think maybe change your environment would be really good for you
1: yeah yeah if this is like the number one thing that you have like that's pressing you i think that change of environment is like just the way to go yeah but, you know, don't do anything you're not comfortable with, obviously, and um, keep your head up. You'll, you'll, don't, don't settle on someone Amen. that doesn't share your life values.
0: Amen. I think you your match.
1: I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you broke up and you're like, I don't even know who, what to do. Like, I felt spent so much time in the relationship, you know, throw those things away. Yeah. Sunken time does not, does not matter.
0: Sun-cost fallacy.
1: Sun-cost fallacy.
0: Just, just find your match. That's what you're, That's what it's all got to be about. But don't project the and don't put so conclusion much, on somebody. Don't put so
1: much pressure on like, this could be the one. I'm in love. Yeah.
0: Nah, bud. Take nah. it
1: slow, man. You don't know
0: you're in love. But because like, honestly, you could have like a great first two dates. And then all of a sudden on the third date, you find out some deal breaker shit.
1: You like the idea of love.
0: Exactly. You're building it all up let too you, high. Let
1: yourself actually experience it.
0: You're building Jenga towers, bro. Yeah. And like every little every little joint is weak. You find out later because you built the tower very quickly. <laughs>
1: yeah. And in your mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's partially your fault. Take responsibility and accountability but for it. But it's
1: not all hope is not lost.
0: Absolutely not.
1: You just have to change your approach. Just tweak it.
0: Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You met somebody, and I'm not telling you to sit there and poke holes in them. I'm just saying, you met somebody, take it a day at a time. Don't do this bullshit to yourself where you're, like, projecting months and years in the future with them.
1: Yeah, okay, wait. There's another piece, though, because he said he spent, like, two years with his co-worker that he developed feelings for. Exactly. But, like, so the whole time he thought...
0: He built up this whole thing.
1: Yeah, but that's like, wasn't too fast. That was, like, two years of, like, not knowing if she has a relationship. Yeah. So, like, some, there's some middle ground, like... If you're interested in someone and you guys have been hanging out a lot, and it's been three months, and you yeah. really got to know each other, pull the trigger. Bring it up, yeah.
0: Pull the trigger, yeah. Amen.
1: And if you get rejected, that happens. So what?
0: Shoot your shot.
1: Yeah. Move on to the next.
0: Even Steph Don't misses threes.
1: Keep yearning for that person. We all
0: watch Game Five. Even Steph misses threes. There you go. And he sure as shit did all the game. Steve five. gets
1: into one season of basketball, and he I know everything. knows everything now.
0: Ask me a basketball question.
1: Uh, what ha- is a dribble?
0: Can we have that artwork? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: honestly, you could have made up an answer. I have no idea. You have to bounce the ball. I barely know. You have to bounce it. No, you know what,
0: though? Because I'm new to basketball. Well, I'm new to like watching like a lot of basketball. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, that's traveling. And then they don't get called for it. I'm like, oh, never mind. But I yelled at the bar because yeah. like you know I'm a fucking shithead. And I'm like, that's fucking traveling. And then like. No, it never gets no cold I'm like, like, oh, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess not. Yeah.
1: I said I'm going traveling, going yeah, to I'm Bali born, in like of the, a week. I'm going to the Palisades. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't fucking. Didn't you used it's to play
1: though. basketball?
0: Yeah, but you were, But we lost every we game. We weren't
1: very good though. Lost yeah. Every
0: game, I got most improved you ben- though. You
1: warmed that bench quite a bit. I
0: did, but well, no, actually, I played because I was supposed to be a rebound guy, so it was awful. I was a mm. center. Mm. It was awful. But I got most improved, which means I was that bad at the start. <laughs> Getting most improved is bad, by the way. That's not good.
1: I got most improved in soccer.
0: Yeah, see that's bad. Yeah, I was bad. That means you suck.
1: I actually was the girl that scored into the wrong girl. Bull. I did
0: that too in soccer. <laughs> I did that too in soccer. How, I was like fucking how seven old were years you? old. Okay,
1: that was. I was older.
0: That's 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 I worse. Was 12 Okay, being in t- Double digits is rough. It's
1: my first time playing a sport. That's I mean, no, not funny. not any sport. I did play baseball when I was a kid,
0: but... Thank God I wasn't double digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, in Little League, by the way, I was the catcher. That tells you a lot. Because <laughs> you know how in Little League... Yeah. They don't really pitch it. Like, your coach underhands oh, it like... to your to their own team. Oh, So no, there's I... no point in having a fucking catcher. I was the barely. pitcher. That's sick.
1: I know. It's pretty sick. Did
0: you pitch it well?
1: I threw, like, a girl. And I was like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, I do. And you're like,
0: "Look at these muscles!" And everyone and everyone just keeps hitting home runs. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I do pretty well, I thought.
0: Yeah. I mean my, dad, I had my dad, dad like
1: yelling at me the whole time. So like, so he wasn't. Right. I have to. No, he's like making sure like I'm throwing it right. That's you tight. know, he's yeah he's intense
0: <laughs> so sick he is intense
1: but anyway we do have a few more questions in here that we will get to on the next yes. episode thank you so much for writing um if you have a question you could submit it podcast at nikki.limo i will not read them in advance but you know you could ask us about we anything like and cold
0: okay like that's in why room. that one was really long yeah
1: we usually kind of like skim through the long ones but i felt like this person really needed to vent, and yeah, it was well written enough. It was well written, and we got time. Okay, that's right. We got some time. That's right. Tell us about all about your love life and <laughs> we'll be your venting pet group. That's it. Your vent pad.
0: That doesn't exist. Vent pad doesn't exist. It's not a thing. All right, we're gonna go. So yeah, okay. we'll see you guys in the next okay. one. Yeah, Thank Patreon.com/sticky. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next. See you
1: next time. Bye. Bye. Didn't even have to hit the breakup button today. They were yeah. all broken up with hey, already. That's crazy. Everyone no, did got it on your That's own. Nice. learning like to that. dump. That's They're nice. I was learning. That's so They're nice. Improving.
0: I like that.